Welcome to Conversation with the Cancer. I am your cancer and I am back. I haven't done a video in quite some time just because I've been really busy with being a father, working like crazy, uh, trying to put more music out. No, I'm not a rapper. Um, life, dating, uh, born days that came past and I had to show my face and spend money. So uh, been a hectic spring, but nonetheless, uh, I got through it. And we're almost at the end of spring. Summer is like less than 20 days away. I think like 15 or something like that. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm doing this by myself. Uh, I think my next couple ones will be by myself. I got, the, I got people I can interview, but I haven't asked them. So I need to get on that so I can do that for July. Because my born days in July, you know, a real nigga turning 38. Holla at me. Show the chest hairs. Let me give you a couple. almost gave some chest hairs. Okay, so there's a bunch of stuff I want to touch on. <clears throat> Shout out to my youngest daughter for turning seven. My oldest daughter's turning eight, 18 on the 19th of June. So let me throw that in there. Um, okay, so I want to go back to Mother's Day. I kind of got into it with a couple of my couple of women that I'm friends with because I didn't tell them Happy Mother's Day. And as I'm getting older, I, I'm starting to realize if my youngest daughter doesn't love it, I don't celebrate it. I will introduce her to things so she can have the option as she get older to not like something or do not want something. But holidays ain't really for me anymore. Um, but. I don't understand why a woman would get upset a man that she's not sleeping with, dating, married, or not her father. Didn't tell her happened for Mother's Day. But that's just such a, a weird thing to me, you know, to be like, oh, you didn't tell me happy, happy Mother's Day. You ain't my mother. So, you know how society is when it makes you believe you you or we are supposed to be all-inclusive. Everybody has to do the same things. Everybody's got to be all in. Hey, if you ain't my mother, I ain't come out your box. You ain't breastfeed me. I ain't tell you happy Mother's Day. Y'all can keep that shit. But let's move forward. <clears throat> I want to talk about <clears throat> I'm going to make some admissions so I can make my point clear about what I'm getting ready to talk about. I want to discuss this Deshaun Watson thing. And I didn't print nothing out, so everything I'm going to do is off the top of the dome because <clears throat> the, one, the stories that are coming out about him are hard to believe. But they're also some of the stories that are coming out about him, I really believe that he is that perverted-ass man. So let's get to the first one. Deshaun Watson got 66 massages over 17 months. His last one was spring of 2021. So that was basically a year ago. <clears throat> and some of these massages, some of these women gave massages. He left. They gave good reviews of him. And he went back to them multiple times. For other women, they felt like he was predatorial. Abusive, disrespectful, and he only came there for sex. <clears throat> so 
it started off, if I'm correct, at 22 plaintiffs, and then it went to 23, and now we have 24. And at once upon a time, he was supposed to be, he was working on being traded to the Miami Dolphins to be under head coach Brian Flores, and the owner of the Miami Dolphins wanted him to settle the cases before they trade for him. So 20 out of the 22 was ready to settle. Two of them didn't want to settle. So the settlement didn't happen. Then he goes on the trade market and he ends up coming to Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm ecstatic. We got Deshaun Watson. Our chances of getting to the Super Bowl with him here are greater than Baker Mayfield. Anybody who thinks any differently doesn't understand football. I'm not here to talk about who you like, what you like, what you enjoy, what you prefer. We're talking about actualities and what's really going on. And Deshaun Watson, in his most in in a down year, is always going. It's more than likely it's going to be better than Baker because he's just a better quarterback. Um. So Deshaun Watson gets here, and everyone's excited. Like from a football standpoint. Most of the people, I should say, are excited. Me and my homies talked about it. Me and some of my family talked about it. Me and some of my friend, other friends talked about it. If you're a Browns fan, you should be excited that you got a top five quarterback. He didn't play for a year, so some people want to see him prove it again. I know he's eager to get out on the football field and show why he's a top five. So we'll see that hopefully this year. Deshaun Watson's here. And he says he wants to prove his innocence. He didn't hurt anybody. And so the snowball starts rolling um, down Forest Hero Park in Cleveland. <laughs> um, right on down Land to Haven. So now that he's here, I'm actually reading more about it because now he's our quarterback and it's going to be on our media more than ever. And you just read and read and read it. So when I first read it, I'm like, I don't think he did anything criminally wrong. He's a pervert. He likes to pull his dick out and jack off in front of women without their permission. That's a pervert. There's nothing criminal about it. And I would like to make this clear. If there was something criminal about it, there would be a lot of men in prison, not jail, but prison. I remember back in middle school, uh, this dude I was cool with, I think his name was Devin, pulled his dick out when we was getting on the school bus. We was in middle school. Niggas <laughs> is perverts. I'm not excusing it. I'm laughing at it because in, in my mind, that's silly in middle school to be pulling your dick out. So think about it as a grown man that you know better and you definitely shouldn't be doing it. And I'm never going to shy away from saying Deshaun Watson is a pervert. But criminally, I can't really see where he did anything wrong. So then let's fast forward a couple of months and things are I won't say die down, but they really quiet because, you know, he's got the criminal case disputed. I mean, um, I think it was thrown out in Texas where they couldn't find anything to try him a court. Tony Busby, the plaintiff's lawyer, said they only tried two women. He didn't hear everybody. So I'm not going to really get into why I don't think all 24 women should be with one lawyer because I don't really know the specifics of why or what he's promising them. So I can't really you know, talk about that. But so then I find out like everybody else, two of the women going to be at HBO sports. I got to watch it. I need to see. 
So the, <clears throat> right off the back, the first woman come on and she can't even get two minutes, no, not even two minutes, maybe 30 to 40 seconds into talking without breaking out in tears. And I'm already like, there we go. You know you're about to talk about this. You've been prepped. You've been practicing. Tears are unnecessary. Get your story out so we can hear if if you're being clear and concise and you're, you're telling the truth. I, this is just me. If you're telling a story and you're crying, in my opinion, you're looking for sympathy more than you're looking for giving the facts in your story. That's just me. And so she's talking and she's like, I can't go a day without thinking about it. And I got all these things going on because of it. And I'm just stressed and it's trauma. I'm like, okay, you could probably be stressed. It's probably trauma, but you ain't thinking about it every day. I know what you're saying. How are you going to tell a woman what she think about? Because she ain't thinking about it every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's not thinking about it every day. But, you know, HBO Sports, you got to put a little extra on your sandwich. You know what I'm saying? You can't just give us lettuce, tomato, and cheese. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the bacon and the mustard. You probably toasting the bread. You know what I'm saying? You probably cooked your, your turkey in the pan and put the cheese on top and melt it before you put it on your bread. You was too fancy to put it in the microwave. But, and so then another one comes on. It's a black woman. No, both of these women are beautiful. I think the first woman was Native American or maybe Spanish. I have to say it again. So the black woman, I don't care what y'all say. She was lying through her teeth. Her, see my guy? That's what she was lying through. She was, she said, and I quote, I came in the room and I asked them to put a towel on and I left the room. I came back and he had a small hand towel basically a washcloth over his dick. I don't care if you got a long dick or you got a short dick. There's no reason to ever have a washcloth over your dick for a massage. Bing, bing, bing. Hey, either you put this towel on or this massage done and then you leave. I don't care if you're at my place or I'm at your place. I'm not about to massage you and I'm uncomfortable. But guess what she did? she massaged him and then she said she started on his back and then she he turned over on his ab on his back and he's working on abdomen and i don't remember if he took the washcloth off or the washcloth fell off but she said her hand went down and he was forcing her hand down there and his dick got hard and he was trying to make the, his dick slap her hand like this and make so i guess he was trying to initiate the context so she would grab it and maybe jack him off but listen there were so many factors, not excuse me, not factors. There were so many instances where she could have been like, no, stop. I'm done. Get out. She kept massaging. Now, know what you're saying. She's a woman. She probably was in fear for life. Cool. But at no point was Deshaun blocking the door. Was no point was Deshaun forcing her to stay. She could have left. That's all I'm saying. So then... I guess he ejaculated because enough time of his hand hitting, hitting, hitting the dick, it made him ejaculate. And she was so traumatized from it. Okay. So then she stayed in contact with Deshaun Watson. Not because he threatened her or she was in fear. She said just to give him the runaround because I didn't want him to give my 
business a bad review? Listen, that just sounds crazy to me. Not only did a man make you feel uncomfortable, you still gave him a massage. He had a washcloth over his dick. And, and, and he ejaculated. Now, let's go back to the ejaculation for a minute. Usually when a man ejaculates, and it's not in the side of a contraceptive, it's not in the side of a woman, it's everywhere. It's, 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 it's everywhere. It's spraying. Where's the semen rag? Where's the semen towel? Where's the pictures of the semen on the wall or a picture of the semen on the massage bed? Like, it's so many things that makes me think, like, you would have took some type of evidence of this because eventually he left and you were there by yourself. Even if he wiped everything down, you still got dry stains. But none of that. She didn't even do none of that. So anyway, she keeps in contact with him and she's talking with him for weeks on weeks because she didn't want a bad review. So she gave him the runaround. That's so weird. Y'all don't find nothing weird about that? Like, I had a conversation with my friend. She told me that she doesn't, she doesn't like to tell men no because men are crazy. And she think a man might, who knows, hit her or go off on her. She'll argue with a man. She'll give her a man a phone number just to satisfy him. And then that man will call her and text her. And she gets upset why he's calling and texting her. So that made me think like, well, did y'all feel that way? Like, I had to let him do this? Hi. Let's go to another woman. So just in the past, what, 24 hours, another woman's come out. But she's not suing him. But she's telling her story of how they knew each other around town. And he's been trying to get her to massage him. So she finally... Um, schedules him for a massage and uh, excuse me and she said he, she knew immediately he was there for sex um, she said at one point he had the little washcloth that's his thing he just grabs a little washcloth why y'all got washcloths I don't got massages a lot maintenance massages I ain't never seen no washcloths in there I don't even know if I've seen any towels it's just a little sheet that covers the bed massage bed and then it's a sheet that covers me because i i get some, i i always ask can i get naked uh naked i i need you to hit parts of my body hand on skin but even i wouldn't ask for no washcloth that's not gonna cover shit um but and also i've never met got any an erection from a massage either um I wonder what that would do. But anyway, it's not about me. So, um, she said he was there for sex. And he had the little washcloth joint over his dick. And she said he grabbed her wrist and made her touch his dick. And she laughed. And she said, stop playing. Now, I'm asking y'all women this. If a man grabs your wrist and make you tuck his, touch his dick, you're going to say, stop playing? You're not going to scream no? You're not going to tell him, put his clothes on and leave? You're not going to grab your phone and threaten to call 911? Like, there's so many opportunities to get yourself out of these situations. 
and that and that's it makes it makes it hard for me to believe that you were a victim i'm not saying you're not a victim i'm not saying you didn't have some things i would just say that it's hard for me to believe because i was getting ready to go somewhere else with that. and um so that that's that's just so eventually she gives a massage and his dick get hard and she said at one point he wanted to have sex so he proposition he propositioned her for sex and she allowed him to enter her and so they had sex so when i first read i'm like oh shit that that sounds like right fam that's that's right that's right and then i kept reading and they did the same thing two other times. Now, I'm not saying the first encounter wasn't right, because that's right. Even if she was smiling and laughing and she just allowed you to do it because she didn't want to try to fight you off, that's right. But you went back, you went and massaged him two more times? No, that ain't right. You might've had a good time after the thought. Well, let me take that back. No, you didn't have a good time the first time. But I, I think on some level, you may have liked it because that's the only reason I can think of why you went back two more times. Because let me tell you something. I know you're going to talk down on me for saying this. I don't, if I don't like something, I'm not going to go back two more times just to try it and see if I like it two more times. If I like something, I like something. And I enjoy it and I have it all the time. And I'm saying at some point, Alexa, stop. She tripping. Um, at some point, she liked it, and she did it two more times. So she didn't sue. And then a lot of the women tell the same story. He came there for sex. So it's hard for me to believe he did anything criminal. But I do believe that particular counter, if it happened like she said, that was right that's the case where she's not sewing because she like i said did it two more times so i think if we're going to accuse deshaun watson of rape well not even rape if she's not sewing but if we're going to accuse deshaun watson of something it's being a pervert um you can't even say he was uh worth public obscenity or nothing like that because he was in the confines of a massage parlor massage therapy studio so i don't know what you can do criminally but as my homie told me this morning the nfl has to suspend him they can't even they don't find him doing anything wrong or breaking any rules just because of what it looks like on the surface level you got to suspend him and you can't say time served for the year out because I wasn't a NFL suspension. So I am on the record saying I hope he gets four to five games max, maybe six. And then you protest and get it down to three. But even still, some people think he's going to get the year. Some people think eight or nine games. Well, that's a lot. But God, you can't prove he did anything criminally wrong. Um, do I think he should settle? You should absolutely settle. Because in public opinion, and especially in women's minds, you are a rapist. 
you are somebody who hurts women, who's disrespectful to women, and don't respect uh, uh, women. So therefore, there's nothing you can do about who you are in the public or what people think about you at this point. Settle what you can settle, and the ones who want to go to court, you just go to court and fight it. I'm not saying Deshaun a good man. I'm just saying like some of the stuff you can't you can't ignore. Like some of these things you read, you can't ignore. And you can't ignore 24 women. There's no way all 24 is lying. But damn, that nigga's a nasty ass pervert. And that's just my two cents on Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> so the summer is almost here. And I want to talk about being single, a father, somebody who obsessively works hard. That shit is hard. <laughs> like, I know I've said this all the time. All my homies are married. And my homies that are not married, they probably drink or smoke a lot. And I'm in between that. I'm not married. I'm single. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Um... I dabble from time to time with unedible, maybe some edibles, but maybe not a lot, but not even enough to be considered somebody who, who eats edible. And sometimes I have my moments where I'm like, man, I'm lonely tonight. You know, I pick up my phone, hit up a couple of, couple of women, you know, but my options are slim because I just don't have time for no much drama or what they're going through, you know. I don't want to hear about your problems. I just want to have a good time. And you know, you if you talk to someone, you got to be concerted. So I gave myself um, a deadline. If I'm not, I don't want to use the word serious, but if I'm not talking with someone with some type of tent by the time I turn 38 in July, I think I'm going to be done. I think I'm going to stop trying. I think I'm just, I'm just only going to offer women a fourth letter of the alphabet. And we can go out to eat. Because I believe in feeding women. I don't believe you should be hungry. You hungry? Let's eat. You want some Cheerios? Let's go to the store. You want some chocolate? I got some. You want some tube steak? You got to work extra for the gravy. But I just, I feel like at this portion of my life, 38, I'm in a career field I want to be in, which is property management. I got a daughter possibly going to college. And my youngest daughter's getting older and smarter. And she's progressing in life. And as my parent get old, my parents are getting older. I just want to continue to do things I want to do and travel and eat good food and be around the people I love. And I, I just don't really have time to put all this effort in with people wasting my time. I've been what single what five years now, and without no lack of trying, I did lose out on a woman that I really wanted back. I still want her back, but that the opportunity was crushed years ago. So I can't get it back, but I've met some great women along the way. I've talked to some great women, I have great women in my life, but I'm just at the point where the energy it takes to continue dating and wanting to date is, is, is wandering, you know, like, I don't have the same desire that I used to have because it's so much work and dating is different. It's harder now. Women be on some other shit. They be wanting you to post pictures of them. They want to know your IG. 
Women want to know your body count. Well, why y'all be caring about some weird shit? I'm just saying. Um, so I've been trying to be open to things, but it just ain't working. So I'm hoping the summer is just plentiful, fruitful, and full of memories that I can make with my friends and my family because that's what's important to me and will always be important to me. So I don't know how many days until my born day. I'm like 40 days out, something like that. 30 days out, something like that. Oh, no. Oh, no. But it's getting close. I'll have to put the actual number up when I post the podcast. Um, but before I get out of here, um, I just want to talk about some some passion, some self-passionate things. Like a lot of you who don't know or trying to get to know me or know me for a long time know that I love writing. I'm a big component of writing, being a writer. I used to be a paid ghostwriter and things. So I just enjoy that. And I've been working on this movie script for years, at least two or three years. And I have not been able to just sit and finish it. Um, it's a really hard thing to sit and finish sometimes, unless you make yourself sit there and finish it. Um, like all my synopsis and stuff is written out. I just have to make it in the script form. I got like 30 or 40 pages done, but they seem to have a hundred pages, but I just can't get to the next level. Where I'm describing the rest of the movie. And so it's been difficult. And what I've been learning about passion and being passionate about things is sometimes your passions go away and then they come back when you least suspect it. And I think I kind of missed it. There was a point a couple of weeks ago when I felt it, it was all there. And I was rereading my script and I was coming up with ideas and I was typing notes in my script. So when I, when I got home, cause this came to me at work one day, how I was going to write. And I never wrote it. I never got, I never came home and started typing it and I haven't had it since. So this is a little PSA before I get out of here, you know, like, if you're passionate about something, you really have to do it a thousand percent of the time. And you really have to devote a thousand and one percent of your time to do it. And when you're not thinking about it, take that time to rest and let your mind wander on other things and enjoy yourself and come back to it. I don't know if and when I will be able to finish my script, but it's a passion that I really enjoy. Uh, I also want to write music for people, but I haven't had that chance yet. So I need to devote more time to that. I think a part of me wants to stay in property management for the rest of my life. But another part of me is like, maybe it's time to leave that behind because I really got other things I want to do. So I'm trying to head down that path. I'm trying to run down that street, matter of fact, but I don't know. I just got to uh, force myself to do it. So whatever you're committed to doing, whatever you want to do with your life, you know, go do it. It's just, it's stop waiting. Just do it. I'm forcing myself to do it. Just do it. So hopefully I'm back on getting out weekly episodes, even if it's just me or having other people I know come on or having repeat guests come back on just me. Um, I just want to come on here and talk and give y'all something. This conversation with a cancer. We need to have some cancerous ass conversation. I need to 
find out about people's life, put some spice out here. You know, I just got a TikTok. I'm trying to get my TikTok game up. I got some some comedy stuff on there. You know, I'm big in the comedy. So I just hope y'all keep listening and keep supporting me because this is going to take me places because I'm going to put the effort into it. And uh, like, I just, I appreciate anyone who listens to comments or talks to me about my podcast. And uh, I hope y'all like what I spoke about today. Um, and I just want to say thank you. And most importantly, stay COVID free, drink more water, and eat more chicken. I'm gone.